right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. This is the show dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of the investment banking process. So if you're into that, you're in the right place. My name is Alex Mason. I'm your host, and we are on episode 58 now. Amazing. Almost 60 episodes in less than two months. So we've been just going through this, and I'm so excited that you're here with me. Today, we're talking about valuation, and the question that I want to share with you today is this. How do you account for competitive advantage in a company's valuation? How do we account for competitive advantage? And we'll look at this both from the perspective of competitive advantage and also competitive disadvantage, but let's first kind of look at what this concept is. What is a competitive advantage? Let's answer that question first, because we need to understand that first and foremost. Well, a competitive advantage, we understand that in a capitalist society, in a capitalist economic system, companies compete against each other for customers. And this is uh, generally, I believe, a good thing because it allows consumers to get better prices, better service, because they don't necessarily have to choose just one supplier for their goods and services. And if one company is competing against another and they have something about them, something about the way that they're doing business that is just better, it's somehow just better. This could be a number of things. They could have better service, faster service, more reliable service. They could have higher quality products. Maybe they're competing based on convenience. Maybe they're in a location that's more advantageous for a certain customer base. So those kinds of things are what we call competitive advantages. These are the things that allow businesses to compete effectively against their peers. So that's kind of setting the stage for you. But when we're looking in a valuation context, let's say we're an investment banker, we're trying to assess the competitive the valuation of a business versus another business, and one business has a competitive advantage, what do we do? We know that there's something here that's making this business successful, but how do we actually account for that in our model? And there's a few things that we can do. Number one, we could use more aggressive projections. Let's say that your typical company in an industry is growing revenue at 5% annually. Okay, I mean, that's fine. But we have another company in the same industry that has some other competitive advantage that we think is just going to make them grow faster. So we can adjust our revenue projections from 5% to, say, 7%. This is just an example to kind of make it real for you. So that's one thing we can do. We can use more aggressive projections and not just on revenue, right? We can project other things like EBITDA or net income growth or cash flow, free cash flow growth. And then number two, what else could we do? We could add in a premium to some of the multiples. So let's say that your typical company is trading at 5x EV to EBITDA or 7x EV to EBITDA. Maybe a company with a competitive advantage might trade at 8x EV to EBITDA. So we can increase our multiple to account for that competitive advantage. And then the third thing we can do is just purely statistical. So let's say we have a set of data on a bunch of different companies' valuations, and 
the 50th percentile in the middle of the bell curve is eight times EV to EBITDA. And based on our data, we have a standard deviation. So we know like relatively how far or above or below that data would be for certain percentiles. And we can say, okay, this company is at a competitive advantage relative to its peers. Let's look at the 75th percentile. Just, just okay, this is a generally better than company, quote unquote. And so we could just use that. Now, if we were looking at a company with a competitive disadvantage, we might do the opposite. So instead of looking at the 75th percentile, we might look at the 25th percentile of valuation based on the set of data that we have. So those are the three main things you can do. You can use more aggressive projections in the case of a company with a competitive advantage. If it has a competitive disadvantage, of course you would do the opposite. Maybe use some more conservative projections. So maybe instead of 5% revenue growth, you take that down to three or 4%. The second thing you can do is you can add a premium to the multiples. And in the case of a disadvantage, you can discount the multiple. And then the third thing you can do is instead of just adding a random kind of premium or discount to the multiple, you can just statistically look at 75th percentile instead of 50th percentile, or in the case of a disadvantage, 25th percentile in the, instead of a 50th percentile. But what does this all mean? This all means, you know, these are all just tools, right? But the way that we think about this is we're just changing our assumptions. So much of this valuation work it's, it's all about assumptions. What are we assuming and how can we back up those assumptions with logic, with facts, with data, so that we can tell the appropriate story in our model and ultimately help our client? So the higher or lower end of the spectrum of what the company could be worth is all based on these assumptions. And we're just accounting for the competitive advantage or disadvantage using those assumptions. Now, typically, of course, you would try to look at the median values, but sometimes it is appropriate to look at other values on the spectrum. So keep that in mind when thinking about valuation in the context of competitive disadvantage or advantage. Well, that's what I got for you today. This is Alex Mason with Investment Banking Insights, and I'm excited for you to join me next time because we're going to be talking about precedent transactions. We've talked about how they're one of the three major valuation methodologies, but we want to look at what are some of the exceptions and flaws with that type of analysis. So join me next time as we discuss that. All right. Have a great day.